0: And welcome back to another episode of the Unfounded Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me here again today. And you might notice that uh, the audio sounds a little different. My voice sounds a little different. And that's because I am not recording in the usual setting. I am in the middle of Mount Lemmon. It's near Tucson, Arizona. Um, I don't know if you can hear that, but that's my phone going off. Uh, I'm also recording on my phone directly right now. Um, I'm using a little Focusrite. I, it's a little box that allows me to record, uh, essentially, so it's not important at this time. But um, I'm really excited because I get to kind of test out an idea I've been chewing on for a while, and that is to try to kind of use the energy of places uh, and try to bring that energy to you. So one of the things you might notice in here, uh, is a little bit of what sounds like wind in the background, and that's actually the sound of wind going through trees. I'm sitting right next to, or right under some big old pine trees, some nice aspen trees that are right now in the middle of turning yellow and kind of orange. Um, It's kind of a cloudy day up here right now. It's really peaceful. Um, So anyway, uh, I'm trying to bring that energy to you today uh, because I feel like maybe just right off the bat intuitively, uh, our collective may need it. Um, I feel like I need to take a breath (sighs) like that. Like maybe a lot of us have been going through a lot recently. I know I have, uh, but that's kind of par for the course for me as we have as we established over these last two or three years, right, folks? Um, you know, I didn't, again, really think about a topic before I came on here, but I uh, obviously have been away for a while. Uh, I was started a new job, and I was, I was working on kind of learning that new process and, and throwing myself into it. Uh, as I tend to do with things that I um, am devoted to. Excuse me. Um, And I ended up taking a job um, down in Tucson, Arizona, that uh, was sales-based, and so I'd never done sales before, and it was kind of a new experience, and kind of exciting at that, too, because I got to work in an environment that was really cool and unique, and uh, I got to kind of develop my personality at a level I didn't realize I needed, um sales in itself is a every every opportunity everything you do in your life is not is an opportunity to grow (laughs) every opportunity um that presents itself to you isn't only an opportunity in the physical but it's also an opportunity for you in a higher sense it's an opportunity for you to develop and grow I hear a crow right now I don't know if you could hear that there he is yeah crows are um very very spiritual animals i've been seeing a lot of crows lately uh they're usually if i remember right depicted as something of a guardian of the underworld Um, they're messengers from the underworld if nothing else Uh, they're very smart animals you can look online and tiktok or uh, youtube and you can see that crows are very intelligent they're very emotionally intelligent animals um they can recognize your emotions and respond to them they can even mimic you and talk to you so there's something to that too that there's a message coming through right now guys um Because I feel like I've been developing a lot in this experience that I was starting to get get into, you know. Essentially, my whole life, I've been trying to fit in. And I think a lot of us try to do that. We try to fit into this world because it feels like that's the only option we're given. And in some ways, it is the only option we're given, you know, fit in, kind of blend in and uh, quiet down is the message that I remember getting a lot when I was growing up. And so I tried to do that, and my version of that was trying to kind of do the typical things that most people assume are the next steps in life, right? We, we go through school, and we go through the early stages of life, and everything's set up in a very kind of structured way, stages and grades. and We get through those stages, and then we don't know what else to do. And so a society's kind of established certain things for us you know, established like for instance, going to college or getting married, having kids, getting a good paying job, investing in retirement, diversifying your account, saving for college and retiring. Right. <clears throat> These steps are kind of unspoken, but like assumed as if everybody wants them because at some level, I believe we all do want them, but not maybe at the deepest level. Um, Maybe some, right? But everybody's here for a different reason, and I've never felt like that was my reason, at least. I don't know about you. <sighs> my my purpose was something else, and I, I knew that as a kid, but kind of forgot it as I grew up, and I think that's a process that happens to all of us. That's just part of life. You know, it's the changing of the leaves that I'm looking at right now. This experience of kind of learning sales, like I said, opened me up at a deeper level. I was presented with a lot of challenges that I wasn't expecting. In many ways, you know, I, I expected myself to be naturally good at this. I think throughout my life, I, especially when I was younger, I found that if I didn't, if I wasn't naturally good at something, there was an intro, internal frustration that I would feel that it was very hard to overcome. It's hard to understand why it was hard to overcome too as a child, and so um, as I got older uh, and I, and I never really learned a good way to deal with that, I, I feel like I kind of I ignored it. And then um, <clears throat> there's a, there's a way in which every situation in our life will pull us apart at, in exactly the ways we need. To be pulled apart so that we can heal you know and I feel like pain is really uh, uh, the purpose of it is for us to heal if viewed properly and unfortunately these last couple months have been pretty painful in some ways but also very beautiful in other ways and that's kind of the perspective shift I'm speaking of right there an example of it shift your perspective I mean that's the message coming through today for you. Take a breath. Relax and shift your perspective. <clears throat> it's time to let the leaves fall. Let's go ahead and pull a, As you can hear, I have a lot of anxiety in my voice right now, guys. Because I have a lot of tension in me. That I'm trying to release. That I feel like as soon as I got in the mountains, mountains started to push out. Kind of like that. The feeling of being able to let a breath out. I've been waking up to what I am, and I hope I've done a good job of documenting it to you through these last 80 or so episodes, however many there are, maybe even 90 now. But that I hope that it serves as kind of a, a map for you so that if you are in the process of waking up, you can know that it's it very, um, it doesn't have to be lonely uh, and the, you're never alone. <coughs> Excuse me for all the throat clearing. Obviously, I have some congestion I'm getting out. There's a lot of things that I'm clearing out right now. It follows about release. We are in fall time right now. We did a reading two or three months ago about that. We pulled the fall card. I want to pull some, a couple different things today. Uh, I have some new books that I have purchased that I think will be good sources of for informa- uh, info- inspiration for us. So let's give this a shot. One of my favorite poets, intuitively, because I haven't read a lot of him, <laughs> but I have seen um, a couple quotes and, and poems that I've I felt drawn to. Um, it was Robert Frost. And right as I said that, the sun just came out. It's really gorgeous. Um, so I'm going to pull intuitively a poem from Robert Frost's book here. Uh, this is Selected Poems of Robert Frost, the Illustrated Edition. Let me see here. These are somewhat long poems. But I'm going to find one that's somewhat short. And this one seems fitting because there's trees as the picture in It kind of looks like the scene I'm looking at right now. <clears throat> this is titled now close the windows now close the windows and hush all the fields if the trees must let them silently toss no bird is singing now and if there is be at my loss it will be long ere the marshes resume it will be long ere the earliest bird so close the windows and not hear the wind but see all wind stirred. Hmm. That's beautiful. I'm going to read the next page, too. This next poem is titled A Line Storm Song. The line storm clouds fly tattered and swift. The road is forlorn all day, where a myriad snowy quartz stones lift and the hoofprints vanish away. The roadside flowers, too wet for the bee, Expend their bloom in vain. Come over the hills and far with me, and be my love in the rain. The birds have less to say for themselves in the wood world's torn despair than now these numberless years the elves all day they are no less there. All song in the woods is crushed like some wild, easily shattered rose. Come, be my love in the wet woods, come where the boughs rain when it blows. <clears throat> There's the gale to urge behind, and brute are singing down, and the shallow waters aflutter with wind from which to gather your ground. What matter if we go clear to the west and come not through dry shod, for wilding brooch shall wet your be- breast the brain-fresh golden rod." Oh, never this whelming east wind swells, but it seems like the seas return to the ancient lands where it left the shells before the age of the fern. And it seems like the time when after doubt our love came back amain. Oh, come forth into the storm and rout and be my love in the rain. Again, that's called The Line Storm Song. I've always been a fan of Robert Frost because... I saw a pinecone drop right when I said that. I don't know what the meaning of that is, but it seems significant. There's a um, there's a more beauty in a lot of his poems here. You know, the illustrations, um, the cover is of wintertime, you know, snow on the ground and this quiet. And right as I say that, this breeze starts coming through, this kind of chilled breeze, and it is kind of chilly up here, and you can feel the winter blowing in, and you can sense kind of this somberness that comes with the cold but also this quietness this peace it's time to rest you know and that's that's really what I'm getting a lot right now for all of you is like it is a time to really really kind of rest yourself because um, well the season demands it if nothing else but maybe your sadness demands it I truly apologize for all of the throat clearing. I have, seriously have something that is affecting me up here. It's most likely these aspen trees. i It's one of the most allergic. I'm allergic to jasmine trees more than anything else, but they're also one of my favorite trees. They're so beautiful, and I keep looking at them. I'm going to pull another page from uh, our book, The Sayings of the Buddha, Reflections for Every Day, by William Ray. Let's see what we got here. Page 128 says, when we return to the root, we gain the meaning. When we pursue external objects, we lose the reason. Hmm. When we return to the root, we gain the meaning. When we pursue external objects, we lose the reason. See, that makes a lot of sense in that context, right? Of wintertime. One of the, what I was doing in my recent job was, um, I was, I worked at a nursery. And so I was learning about plants and trees and kind of how they grow and how they live. And it's really interesting. They're fantastically complicated but simple beings, just like us, right? um They need very simple things. They need a little bit of attention, especially if it's something that doesn't live naturally where it's at. um They need a little bit of water and they need a little bit of food, right? Uh, some sun in there will do them good. Uh, but they're simple, right? Um, but the diversity that you'll see in trees and plants is absolutely stunning. It never it never ceases to amaze me. I worked at one nursery and went to another one and Sorry about that, guys. Ah, I thought something happened. My phone screen turned off and it made a sound and it made it sound like this wasn't working anymore, but it is still. Um so I worked, you know, I went to these other nurseries and it would never cease to amaze me the amount of diversity that I see there. And so that's one thing that I'm really getting right now, um, is um One of the things that plants do during the wintertime, trees especially, is, uh, especially deciduous trees, So uh, trees like aspen trees that lose their leaves. The reason they go deciduous is because they're um, kind of redirecting their energy from producing those leaves and that sun-collecting kind of uh, canopy to using the nutrients that they're getting from the soil to expanding their trunk and their roots so that they're more sturdy and healthy. during those summer times when the sun's out and when it gets hot, yeah, during those peak times, right? And so um, there's a way in which, if you follow the seasons, it doesn't always have to match up with the external seasons, as that passage says, but your internal seasons. Listen to what you need. As you get sad, let yourself be sad, but don't wallow in the sadness. As you get happy, let yourself be happy, but don't get maniacal in that happiness. You know, like flow with the state of being and you'll notice that you know you match with the cycles of nature that we're not so different from trees and plants themselves either and you know even things we can't see like the wind with things that we can feel right Um, it doesn't take you very long if you exit the city and you go sit in the nature like I'm nature like I'm doing right now and just feel breathe, you'll you'll recognize that there's so much going on that we just tune out you know, if you quiet your mind you can feel the breeze, it'll talk to you you know, you can look and see and hear the birds, you can watch how like kind of mother nature and the clouds and everything interplays to bring a message to you you know I use tarot cards uh, to bring these messages Uh, when I'm in that more physical world, when I'm in that that fast-paced world, but when I'm out here, it feels like it's not necessary. You just have to look around and ask and speak and you'll feel it, you know, so much so that you shake, like I am right now. You can feel the energy build up, it's powerful. Um, unfortunately this last job this new job that I got I um, lost fairly quickly as well and you know that did bring some sadness with it as I just spoke of but one of the lessons that I've been learning personally and trying to apply myself in my own life and I'm wanting to share with all of you is that season idea that I was just speaking of of letting yourself be cold for a second and just using the resources in a different way right what does it mean if I went back into the world one more time and tried to do it the step by step way I started to speak of earlier what does that mean what does it mean if the world said no to me what does that mean for me in my life to me that is directing me somewhere if I look at it properly you know The wind's blowing, but it's subtle and I can't see it. I can feel it, you know, and there's a decision I've made recently to let that one kind of push me finally. And what that means is investing in things like this, the podcast, actively pursuing the ideas that I've been chewing on for a long time, whether they work or not. Just rolling the dice, right? Another thing that I'm so excited to start doing is singing and writing music and bringing it all to you and sharing it with the world. You know, being who I'm truly meant to be. Because I love speaking and I love singing and I love performing. And that's what I've always wanted to do. And I don't know why I ever told myself anything different. And I don't know why that became such a scary thing to say. But I'm sure, as I say, that many of you are thinking of something that you want to do. What is it? As soon as I said it, it'll bring up something inside that you're like, fuck, I want to do that. Probably not the same thing, maybe it is. Whatever the case, the only way it happens is for you to kind of make that internal decision. Um... And then to let life guide you, whichever way it guides you to take you there. And the unfortunate thing, or at least the thing that's most difficult to understand about that, is it's never a direct path. It's a winding path, and that's very, very scary, and it's very intimidating. It takes a lot of time. For instance, I've been working on this podcast itself for maybe three years, right? And it's been kind of a labor of love that whole time. All the while, I've been struggling with this idea of how to provide for myself. Not recognizing that by trying to figure out a way to provide for myself, I was putting myself in a state of lack, energetically. Telling the universe, I don't have anything. So the universe is like, I know you don't have anything. (laughs) So I don't have anything. But when you start to recognize that um, you always have what you need, And that's truly fundamentally true. You don't need to focus on lack. Then the things that you need come to you. And that's what I've noticed. And that's what I'm starting to trust in. That when I lost this most recent job, it hit me really deeply, but not in the same way that it's hit me before when I've had to leave places or when I've lost a job. It hit me in the kind of way that it hits you when you experience a death in the family or you lose a friend uh, it was kind of sad to see the setting change. Deeply sad, you know. To see this place that I had connected to and learned a lot of, a lot from, you know, that environment that I really valued. To recognize that in everything there is beauty and that so anytime something happens, whether it feels righteous or not, whether it feels right or not, um, it's always your choice to view it in the proper perspective and you determine what the proper perspective is. So if you turn, if something bad happens to you and you want to make it a villain, you'll make the entire place a villain, the entire thing a villain, and then you'll ruin your memory of it. I refuse to do that anymore with anything because the healing that I've experienced required me go back and undo all of that torture. I did to myself for decades, right? Think about that. How old are you? And how many decades have you tortured yourself with the idea of what you could be? And the insecurity, the lack mindset that you'll never be there. And the anger, frustration, and mania that comes out of that. The torture that you'll take out on yourself and blame on the world is something that is really, 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 really hard to disentangle. It takes years to do. And I don't think it ever really stops because this place is light and dark, up and down, winter and summer, spring and fall, right? It's... both and there is value to both and it's a beauty that we can't you know I'm I'm looking at this tree and there's a light side and a dark side to it there's a side of it that is shadowed and a side of it where the sun is hitting it but what's so beautiful about it, it is on the light side I see all these branches coming out like a bunch of branches and then on the dark side I see a bunch of moss right so there's life in both Life happens in between. Your life is happening in between the light and the dark. It's in the gray area. Light and dark sets up the setting. You're the thing that operates in between. There's a lot of energies around me right now I can feel. Let's pull some cards. I've got my angels and ancestors oracle cards here. I feel drawn to those right away because especially the setting. It's chilly out here, so I apologize if my voice sounds a little shaky. But I'm also going through a lot of um, kind of physical tension and stress and relief from that right now, so... You're hearing a lot of the tension that I have and the release that I'm going through with that. So if any of you share that, know that you're not going through that alone. Uh, that there is something about the time frame right now that if you're responding properly to your hardships that you're supposed to feel a little bit of pain right now. <clears throat> right? That's okay. It's part of that setup. It's part of that situation. You know, We're all part of this together and uh, we get to experience the best parts of life because we also experience the worst parts of it, fortunately. Let's draw some cards. Like I said, I have my angels and ancestors oracle cards here. Apologies for no video today, but again, I'm trying to take it in pieces here because it's pretty impressive already that I'm just sitting, it's pretty cool little setup here, guys, I have my car parked in the middle of the forest. And I have a cord running from the car inside of the car with the accessory port switched on to my phone and a little USB hub. Then that's hooked into my little focus, right? Like a uh, um, video, external video card or a sound card thingy. And then I have my mic hooked into that and I'm just sitting under a tree with cards and a little blanket. Like it's like the perfect fusion of <laughs> tech and like high tech and low tech, you know what I'm saying? So, um, anyway. It's a cool setting. I'm enjoying this. I hope you are too. And I hope you can kind of hear in the setting the environment too. I'm still going to put some music in the background, but I'm going to try to blend it well with this background music. There's a person running behind me. There is a road behind me. I'm not completely in the middle of nowhere. There's other people out here, but there's, they're few and far between. Okay. Whew. I think I got all of that anxious energy out. Um, Sorry for that guys, but man, I had a lot to get out. But, and there's a lot, something trying to talk through there. So definitely something channeling there. So I hope you guys took something from the message. I heard eleven eleven in my head. I don't know if any if that means anything to anybody. If anybody's listening to this and you see eleven eleven, the message was definitely for you. Because again, I don't even have a clock in front of me. I'm just seeing that in my head right now. So, um, which cards are meant for our collective, angels, ancestors, guides, guardians? Please connect me to the collective. What do they need to hear? Hmm. So, the first card we got uh, is the White Witch. And it's it says Be Light on it. Uh, and it's really beautiful because on the card it's got an owl here and there's Uh, a beautiful woman with blonde hair and she's got a butterfly and this like kind of crown, but it's, it's almost like a very uh, forest, um, uh, Druid vibe to it. Uh, but it's white, witch. it's almost like that energy from, um, uh, what is that? The, The wizard of Oz, right? Um, You're being called to kind of, I think, focus on um, the aspects of your life in which you have been a light for others, Um, to kind of see the pain in your life as opportunities for you to lead, right? Always. Always. So, like, whatever hardship you're going through right now, whatever whatever pain you're experiencing, recognize that if you've experienced it before, or especially if it's a repeating cycle that you're experiencing, rec- you have to recognize this one thing that it's not going to change unless you respond differently to it. Definition of insanity, Ray. You, you have to choose a different perspective and then you change your reality fundamentally. It's not just a spiritual thing. Uh, we can shift timelines, like rapidly, instantaneously. But the way you do that is by literally changing your perspective. So you have to like kind of grab yourself and pull yourself there. And the way you do that is by choosing. We have choice, right? What do we tune into? (laughs) We want to believe. And then our belief kind of fuels reality. So be the light, right? Choose what you want to believe, but be the light. Like look in, look in your life, look at the pain and recognize that that's an opportunity. There's a lack of light. What do you need? If, if, there's, if, there's, if there's darkness, what do you need? If you're in a cave and you don't have a light, light what do you need? All right? You're that. You, like, you can't get it from some, something outside of you. It comes from internally. Your passions, what you love. Is a light, it's a guiding force, it's a map, and it'll lead you out of dark places, always. You never have to kind of worry about worry about finding it somewhere else. You're never out of a way to uh, ignite it either. You just forget how to, right? So many of you that are listening to this, you are white witches in the best sense. You know, you're that wonderful white witch from Wizard of Oz, you know. What is it, the... There's the wicked witch of the west and the the east, the, the the white witch from the east. You know, many people that are listening to this, that's what you are. You know, People, many people may not like hearing that term "witch" because it's been deemed evil and bad, and we use Halloween time to kind of spook everybody out. But that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it's not true. It's just a a way of describing somebody that is deeply empathetic connected to the um, energetic waves that move around that are unseen somewhat like the wind and that can harness that and use it um, for good. That's all it is. And that the only way you kind of do that is by helping yourself, right? Um, So, so, so recognize that you are the light, Uh, cherish that light inside of yourself, you know, nurture it, build the fire. Do what you love. Be with the people that you love. Um, compliment other people on the things that you genuinely love about them. Because those things will bring out the best parts of you. will shine through and you'll start to notice that people will start to act differently around you. And man, oh man, is that a weird experience? That's also another challenge in itself. That's what many of you may be experiencing right now you're being called, it says, be the light. It says, be the light. So you may be in a place where there's a lot of darkness and not a lot of people acting from their highest self uh, or acting in their highest good. And that means that there's an opportunity there for you to do that. And I promise you, when you do that, people follow. Now they do that in funny ways. They may criticize you first, um, but there's a way in which truth speaks for itself. So all you have to do is act with confidence, knowing that what you're doing aligns with what you feel is right internally, not what is right externally, because there is no external right. Morality doesn't exist. It only exists inside of you. What do you feel is right? Act on that. People will follow that. I'm going to read from the book for you on this one, because I really feel drawn to it. Um... It says White Witch. It's on page 86 and 87. I think that might have been one of the pages we had earlier. Give me one second here, guys. Sorry about that, guys. I'm kind of moving around, making sure that everything's working right here. I'll edit it out so that you don't have to hear too much of that. Um, But we're on page 86 and 87 here. White witch, be the light. Take the higher road and choose the light. So yeah, you're in a situation where you're being asked to be the light. Remove yourself from lower energy experiences. About this card. The white witch card represents the maiden aspect of the triple goddess of paganism and modern Wicca. The maiden is a gentle, innocent, and pure aspect of the goddess. A loving soul who wants nothing but the best for the whole world. Here she is joined by a horned owl, showing that she is willing to respect those with more wisdom and experience than she has, but she is also willing to trust that she feels to be right within. Within this card, you are being reminded of the goodness within. The extended message of this card is no matter what is happening to you or around you, you have a choice. Choose not to be pulled into dramas, bickering, or energies that are just going to limit your joy. If you are surrounded by people who are hostile towards you, or someone else, or you are in a negative situation, perhaps in your workplace, you're being invited to be the light, right? You are an incredible person who can really bring light. You got to believe that you can bring that light. It exists within you, not outside of you. So how can you change the energy? How can you redirect the conversation to love? How can you protect yourself? This is something too we'll talk about protection because it's something that's misunderstood and I'm learning a lot about right now too. How can you help the person that is being picked on? Or are you the one who is guilty of causing a drama? You will know the answers. Know also that you are being encouraged to shine the light you were born to share. Right? What is your light? It's something that's unique to you. It's your passion. It's what you love more than anything else. It's what lights you up, fills you up, makes you feel like you. And a lot of people get so disconnected from that. They don't even, they have no idea what that is. It's such a daunting premise to even consider that we don't even, we don't even attempt it, but I don't feel that's what you're going through right now. If you're listening to this, this is, you're somebody that, that has a lot of light within you that can show it. You're being asked to do that right now. It means you've done it in the past. And maybe what you need to do right now to find that light or to be that light is to recognize in your past that you have done that. You have been the light in your past already. For other people, you just may not have recognized it. Right? But think about that. Think about a time when you were going through something hard and just by being you, you showed somebody else how to be them. doesn't mean they imitate you. It means by being courageous, by being truthful, by being honest, by being um, proud of yourself in the right ways, by loving yourself, um, by moving on. Um, whatever it is that you've gone through, that you've done, by being brave, recognize that and recognize that that's part of what makes you special and that you need to do that right now again, be brave. Let's get another card. Go from the agile wisdom tarot here. So much energy around me right now, guys, it's crazy. It's a lot because I'm cold. I was not thinking when I came up here and forgot a jacket, so I'm in t t-shirt and pants, and it's probably about a good 60 degrees up here, so the wind blows. It's kind of chilly, but it's very refreshing, so it's got my body kind of like shivering a little bit, which is why I have this little bit of anxiety, but it's also kind of, like I said, exciting. It's different. I can feel, like I said, I can feel the energies up here. It's so much cleaner and clearer when you come to a spot that isn't kind of inundated by all this signaling and Manipulation, who You know, it feels like that, like you can breathe. You know, it's, very, it's gotten so dense in the modern day. All right, I'm just shuffling this deck really quick for us, guys, so just give me one second, okay? Oh. I had three cards pull out, uh, fall out of the deck right there, so we're gonna go with those three cards. And let's see what we got here. All right. So I think I got a little bit of clarity on what you're dealing with right now. We have the five of swords. Um, we have the queen of wands. And we have the three of pentacles here. So it looks like you might be dealing with a situation where maybe you've made an unwise choice. um, Or maybe you feel like you're in a situation uh, that is... Um, influencing you in the wrong way. It's making you feel like you have to make unwise choices or that the choices is making you mistrust your choices maybe. Um, on the card it has uh, three individuals gambling here, one person walking away from the table with all the money and like one person just throwing their cards up in, in, in exasperation, you know. Um, it says on an unwise choice there's a better way that will make you happier. Avoid people who lack integrity or who have questionable motives, so you 're being asked to kind of be honest about the people you 're being surrounded by right now. all right The situation you 're dealing with is something where the people around you maybe um, are acting in, the, in um, may, maybe active acting in a deceptive way, and that you 're being called to um, uh, recognize those aspects those shadow aspects of people. Uh, You as an empathic person, you as a sensitive person may have the same tendencies that I do um, that a lot of empaths have where we'll tend to see the light side of people because we choose to. We do it uh, by habit, you know, Uh, we we do it because we want to believe the best, you know, and a lot of times we see it by default. Uh, It's a a gift, but it's also something that has to be balanced out properly. And the only way you do that is by kind of doing shadow work inside of yourself so that you can see the shadow part of people. Um, But once you see that shadow part of people, the part of people that acts underhandedly, then you can act rightly towards them. And that doesn't always necessarily mean acting nicely. Um, it, It means acting rightly. And that's something that, again, is internal. It's not something that's external. It's not something that somebody else can tell you. You can ask people for advice. They'll tell you advice, and it's never going to be the right advice because it has to be from you. Right? You can always take people's advice. It can help you think about something, but you never need to think about something. You never need to make, you know, logic your way out of it. You always know what the choice is you need. You just have to consult yourself, your higher self, and make the choice. You know what it is. You feel it. It's not a logical thing. Some things in life can be approached that way, but this is not something like that. This is something that you feel you're empathic. You feel when people are being underhanded, you just got to recognize is that you can feel that too. Just as much as you can feel the good parts of people. So recognize the imbalance in people around you so that you can protect yourself. We talked about protection. I said, I was going to speak about it, right? Like one of the big lessons I'm learning is that protection is kind of a matter of mindset more than anything else. So, um, the physical world is is an illusion, guys. It's not something that's as real as we think it is. So everything really and it is a totem a totem of sorts that you in either take energy from or put energy in. So that like you can use things like crystals and all of that as energy sources or as thing ways to charge, protect yourself if you believe in them. Right? But you also don't necessarily need them. Um, it's kind of like how money isn't necessarily necessary at all levels. They're helpful. Um, they're never bad. But one of the ways you protect yourself, the best way you protect yourself is recognize that you are um, kind of the shadow and the light so that, like, you, so that you're not vulnerable to the shadow aspects in people. This is a good example. Right? It's a practical way you can think about it. Like, if you don't recognize that you're a shadow being, you think of yourself as a good thing in the way that the external world tells you good and bad things act. Then when you do think something inevitably that goes against that conception of good and bad, um, you internally have a certain kind of panic that is in, ensues because it's like, why did I do something that goes against my nature? I'm a good person, Right. Well, it's because you're not just a good person. You're also a bad person. Uh, and so is everybody else. You know what I mean? Um, but you're not recognizing that. So I believe that you're, you're one of these people that does at some level recognize that you're not just this good thing. You've, you've, you've gone through something. You've been through hard things. So you recognize that there's, there's a shadow aspect to you. All you have to do is recognize that that is, exists in other people too. It's as simple as that. And then you protect yourself from them fundamentally because you're able to see it right you can't see something you don't want to see and that's one of the main ways you stay vulnerable to attacks in this world energetic attacks or whatever you want to call it so that you protect yourself by recognizing that you're not vulnerable because you see it because you are right. because you're dangerous too <laughs> you know what i mean Because when you recognize you're a dangerous thing, you can choose to be something that uses that in a just way. You don't determine that, but the universe will determine that, right? If you trust in the universe, you're never going to be put in a situation where you have to act against yourself without a lesson built into it. We act against ourselves because we don't trust ourselves, not because the universe is putting us in those situations. The universe tells us to go this way. We choose to go that way, and then we fall in a hole, and the universe says, well, okay. I can't make you do it, right? (laughs) So I feel like the situation you're being presented right now is very difficult because I I feel like these people are people you're close to. I, I feel like this isn't just like a situation where... These are random people that are just being mean to you. I feel like this is, these are people that at some level you've shared something with or you trust. or um, But you also, at some level, need to recognize that they're people, human beings just like you, and the ways that you've been underhanded, the ways that you can be manipulative, the ways that you can be hurtful, they also can be that. And if you recognize that, reevaluate some of the situations you've been through recently with these people, and you might see them in a different light. And that'll allow you to kind of know where to go next in the situation, how to be that light we're talking about. You know, usually it's, I mean, it's never not self-love, but it's always related to self-love in some way. What is for your best good? It's not selfish. If you're not acting from the ego place where you're not looking externally and saying, what do I need from this world? Then you'll recognize there's just something that you want. That's not, not like something the world can give you. It's just something that you want to be, you know, like something you want to express, something you want to say, some, some, something you want to create, you know, there's just something there that you want to do, you know, and that, that, that something deserves to fucking come alive. And that's what you need to be. All of us need to be that. So in this situation, if somebody's cheating you or, or being underhanded or something like that, be the light by walking away from those people and showing yourself Self-love that doesn't always mean confronting somebody you can confront somebody with silence. And I tell you that can be a motherfucker I, I Don't recommend uh, doing that um, Hastily because it's really hurtful right, but some people uh, Especially if you're in a manipulative situation or narcissistic narcissistic abusive situation Some of the only ways you get out of that is through silence right And that silence sometimes can be the loudest form of self-love. You know, the people that deserve to have your energy will treat you the way that you treat other people. So if you're mistreating people, you'll have people mistreat you and you deserve that. Right? But if you are acting on what you know is right internally and you're treating people in the way that you wish to be treated fundamentally that will become a reality as long as you believe you're worthy of it you can't act as a martyr you can't go through the world pretending to be a nice thing and expecting people to be nice to you because you're nice because all you'll get is taken advantage of you have to recognize you're dangerous too but you're also something that wants to be treated a certain way right so I treat you these other people with this kind of respect, not because I'm something that can be taken advantage of, but because it's something that I want to see. And if I'm not going to get it from you, I will go get it from somebody else because I deserve that because that's what I give you. It's very balanced. It's unselfish. It's about creating the situation that you want to be a part of. That's the light that I believe you're being called to be right now. The next card you have is the three of pentacles. It says, do what you love. I need to read this card before Before I said all that, right? Recognition for the highest quality of work, especially creative endeavors, being well paid for your craft, working well with others and excellent reputation. This has an older woman chiseling away at a beautiful sculpture. There's three pentacles sitting. She's in a nice apartment. The sky is above her. It's a beautiful sunset. Like this looks like um you being that leader and recognizing that the way that you can escape these situations is through recognizing that you are this beautiful creative being that doesn't need anybody or anything else to define who you are and that you deserve exactly what you feel you deserve if you don't feel good then you're going to get that that's why you always have to start from a place of self-love what do you deserve What do you deserve? It's always love. So love yourself. And then love finds you. Right? We have so many people in this world going out, trying to find love when we're all so incomplete, you know, broken. All these dating apps, and then people wondering why, you know, based on all these physical factors, they can't find their one. Because your one is something that, You don't, you you can't find that way. You can find someone. You can be happy with that someone. You can love that someone. But I don't think you find your one that way. I don't think you find your one. I think you call in your one. You attract your one. I'm not moving through this world. This world's moving around me. (laughs) You know? So why do I have to move? Why do I have to do anything? I don't. I just have to say, universe, I think I'm ready for love. And then believe that you actually deserve to have it. Here it is, right? Your final card is the Queen of Wands. Brilliant, talented, independent, controlling. There is nothing you can't do. Believe in yourself. Never underestimate your ability to make your dreams come true. The need for balance between career and personal life. So this card speaks of maybe overworking yourself a little bit, but also being very powerful in what you do. So there's something to be proud of in that, but there's also balance needed, right? The Queen of Wands is very passionate, right? Manifesting like crazy, knowing kind of how to channel their passions into something that manifests in their physical reality, but that can also become unbalanced, right? So I feel like there's a necessity for um, you to step into this queen of Wands energy, but also to recognize that you need to balance yourself, to not overwork yourself, to focus on self-care as well, to recognize that the path is not straight, it's curving, to be quiet enough at times to hear uh, and to not panic when you're not seeing the answer you're looking for right away. Uh, Because it's always right around you. You're just not looking at it properly, right? Um, The world is a projection of your internal mind. Hear the bird? The world is a projection of your internal mind. So that if you quiet your mind, your world will become a little quieter too, right? So that's what I have for the tarot today, guys. I hope that was helpful. Um, (laughs) I love the sound of that bird. It's beautiful. It's really nice to have that engagement kind of by nature, right? To have that kind of... There's conversation going on in the world all the time that, like, if you don't like quiet yourself or slow down enough, you'll just run right by, right? So you can we can do a lot in that in that quiet and that peace. But I think the point being, guys, is like, there's a <sighs> and this world is really really scary. <laughs> I think is the point. Um, I'm getting to, and you can, you're going to come up against a lot of really hard shit. Um, a lot of things that are daunting, a lot of, um, and, and for instance, like before I went into this new job, I was so feeling so great, right? I, I felt so kind of confident in myself and I,
1: you, you all could hear,
0: you know, you could see in that last episode, like I had felt better than I'd ever felt before because I was kind of coming out of this depression that I had been in after losing you know, my last relationship and all of this. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm going into this new job and I'm thinking everything's lining up perfectly. And you know, I'm going to be able to make a good amount of money and, and do the podcast with this, you know, everything's lining up perfectly. And then, you know, the universe throws another curveball at. in things don't work out exactly as I want. And I remember through that experience, you know, I've been in experiences like that. I've I've gotten so excited for jobs before and just had them not really work out the way I was expecting. And usually I would start to tear down the place. And I had at times moments where I started to do that with this, this last experience. But as we were talking about earlier and we've been talking about in some of the reading, like there's this moments that you'll notice if you're watching uh, that if you've properly placed into context the pain you've experienced in the past, then you'll recognize the next time you experience that pain, that you have a choice to react differently. And that in that reaction is the healing that you're looking for, right? And that's what's been presented to me here. And so like there's been some pain uh, that I've been going through, but it, it's not the kind of pain that comes from sadness, from loss. It's the kind of pain that comes after um, from healing something. You know, you break your leg and there's a lot of pain that comes after the break. And that, but that pain is, is, you know, the bone fusing back together. It's healing. It's actually the healing. The healing is painful, right? And so there's that pain that comes in. That. And so there was this release that I experienced in losing this last job where I recognized that my path that I've been feeling called to for so long was not only something that I wanted, it was something the universe wanted for me too. And the universe wasn't going to let me go down a path that wasn't meant for me. Because it wasn't, it wouldn't be for my highest good. And this is all made for you guys and me too. You know, this is all made for us. You know, this world is and can be a hell, but it's also a heaven. The way it becomes that is through your perspective. So, if, if you, if you focus on the parts of this world that are beautiful, you'll see that there's just this never ending beauty that pops out of it. And even in the darkest days, even in those painful moments, even in the moments where you feel sadness, there, it's not meant to be avoided. It's meant to be felt so that you can feel kind of the rise in emotion that comes after that deep fall. You know, it doesn't, it only comes with that gradient. And, and there's such a deep beauty in that. And that's one of the things that I've learned in the last couple of weeks is that there's this gorgeous beauty in, in recognizing that you're strong enough to react differently. You can change. People can change. It makes me emotional. You know, it makes me want to cry because this has been a long journey for me. You know, and I know it's been a long journey for a lot of you. And I know a lot of you may be emotional as well. You know, but keep going because it's worth it. You know disentangling your mind is very hard it's the hardest thing you can undertake trying to figure out why you're acting the way you're acting in subconscious ways it's subconscious for a reason how do you deprogram something that's subconscious it's through belief through faith through using your active mind to program your subconscious mind through repetition through discipline through belief right And, and that's what um, you're being called to do right now, as I am, right? And so all of us, you know, in this collective, all of us that, you know, all of you that joined me on the Unfounded Podcast here, um, I just want you to know that I, I love you deeply, truly. I'm not just saying that. I'm very thankful that I have an audience, anybody to speak to. It's humbling. And I'm very excited to continue to bring these episodes to you, to bring more tarot to you, um, I've got some new stuff that I'm going to start doing as well. I'm going to be start starting to do some more TikTok stuff. So if you want to follow me on TikTok, uh, my TikTok is at Chris the Sage. That's T H A Sage, Chris the Sage. Um, I'm going to do some some tarot readings, most likely on there. Some shorter stuff, and then I'm also going to be posting some more creative stuff on there too. As I said, I'm going to be starting starting to produce music, uh, more music. So. As you heard in last episode at the end of the episode, um, I'm gonna be pushing out a lot more of that, but a lot more vocals as well. So if you wanna follow me with any of that, follow me at, at Chris the Sage, uh on TikTok, or um you can also find me on Facebook or on Instagram, uh, at the Unfounded Pod. So, um I wanna thank you all for joining me out here on this really gorgeous, unique, kind of somber day, um, in the middle of the Mount Lemon wilderness in Arizona. Um I'm going to bring more episodes like this to you where you can kind of gain the energy of the space that I'm coming to you from. Um, So I'll go find some more unique spots uh, for all of you as well here soon. Uh, And the podcast, uh, as I've said many times before, as I'm sure you're tired of hearing it, uh, will be more consistent in the future. Um, I hope today's episode has uh, strengthened your... Uh, trust in that so that being said uh, I want to thank you again for being here today I want to send you a whole lot of love um, and all of this energy of the forest I'm going to leave you um, with that thanks a lot lots of love bye-bye